Support for WRFA is brought to you in part by the United Ways of Chautauqua County. United Way is a nonprofit organization that mobilizes the community to help every person and family improve their lives. Donations to the United Way stay 100% locally in our community and get invested in more than 40 community-based programs. These programs help students achieve academic success, families to be self-sufficient and financially stable, and vulnerable households to get their basic and emergency needs met. The United Ways of Chautauqua County, proud supporters of community radio in Jamestown, New York. To learn more, visit uascc.org or call 716-483-1561. You are tuned in to Arts on Fire right here on 107.9 WRFA. How you doing out there? I'm your host, Anthony Merchant, back with another one for you this week. Got a few guests for you this episode, but I thought we would kick it off with, I mean, a classic. Love to have them in here. Uh, been a couple months, so it's time to get a refresher from Len Berry of the Reg Linnae. We're going to talk about what's going on at the Reg, get you ready for spring and summer, all that good stuff. Len, how you doing? Classic. <laughs> hey, t- um, hey, classic. Thank you. Actually, we have some classics coming up, uh, some classic uh, performers and some classic returning uh, events here at the Reg. So you were right on. It was unintentional, but after, yes, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, actually, You felt it. It was in my heart. I didn't know it, but yes, that, that came straight from the heart. I mean, we're we're going to get into the new stuff. I will ask you first. I mean, we just had a, you know, as we're closing this out, people will be listening to this Friday and Sunday. And as we're ending uh, March, I mean, pretty strong month here at the Reg. I mean, we had Hip Rob, we had Yesterday and Today, obviously the movies at the Reg and all that. I mean, how is how is this month went? How did uh, all of that go? It was definitely a pretty good month for the Reg, I would say, March here. It went fast. <laughs> we were just talking about that the other day. I was like, you know, I work in a kind of a bullpen office where we're all within like 10 feet of each other, even though we have some walls and doors and stuff like that. And I just, mo- most of us can just kind of say something out loud and get responses from everybody without email or something and i the other day i was like man this month went fast and i heard mm-hmm, yeah right on you know so it, it did i think having two live events within five days of each other yeah. it kind of helps move that along uh also we start off the month with some of the some of the movies leading up to the oscars and then the post oscar thing so things get a little buzzy there um but yeah it went, it went fast it was is really great seeing uh people come in uh you know over the course of five days we had over 1200 people in the theater for two live events um and the audiences just came out and were there they were invested it was two interactive shows honestly i mean with hiprov oh that's a good point yeah i I didn't even think about that you know it's not shows i would bundle together necessarily marketing wise (laughs) other than that they were two a concert and a comedy within five days of each other. But yeah, the audience is part of the show and, and, and it was part of the show in each of them with hip rob, the, the 20 audience members became cast members and yeah. whose live uh, line is it anyway, style performance. And with yesterday and today, uh, almost, almost the entire set list was made up of song requests from the audience and specific stories and anecdotes about why they wanted to hear those songs. So, um, that's a rarity here that we get that much uh, give and take from the audience and the performer. So it's really special. Even even for something like that, I think I think in a I mean even just theater setting and stuff. I mean I guess, I guess if you go specifically some places maybe, but yeah, to the fact where it's so interactive, where 
you're on stage like performing with them with hip hop and i mean even with the with that beatles i mean that's insane that like that set list obviously they know the beatles song so well that they can get there and base it off of you know whatever's going you know whatever people want to basically hear i mean that's crazy yeah i think they buy themselves some time they obviously have <laughs> two or three songs uh that they they start off with you know that's that a good idea. while you know cuz some of that some of those song suggestions are still getting backstage by the time they're starting the show uh because people are literally filling them out on these little you know pads of you know these little cards with the golf pencils and um so yeah it's it, yeah <laughs> i don't know how else to describe it but uh being there being in person with with a with an audience with a performer even with the film is so important i mean that's um that that's something we're we're striving to get back to here as people get more comfortable being in larger groups of people literally three years out from when the pandemic started but we're at full capacity now but we're really emphasizing you know this isn't stuff you do at home by yourself i mean you can yeah you could watch most of the movies that we've shown here at home at some point but it's not the same and i actually experience this myself and i'm slapping my hand bad len i don't see every movie that we play here when it plays i try to get out as much as i can uh but you know i have a family life too uh and there was a, a couple times if I don't see a movie here, I I come to regret not seeing it yeah, here, even though I love the movie. And this happened to me uh, last December. We showed The Banshees of Inishir, and uh, before the Oscar nominations, it just just looked like something our audience would like. It was pretty well attended. I didn't see it. I, you know, it was they were leading up to Christmas, and you know, was shooting home and stuff. And I finally watched it uh, at home. And I'm just, I'm not going to give anything away about the movie. It's very dark comedy. Um, some people might even question whether it's a comedy. I think it is. Uh, but there were things I was laughing at in that movie, and I was just, I stopped the movie. I was just like, damn it. I wish I'd been in the audience with the people because we would have been, some of us would have been laughing at the same t- Oh, that's a good point. That sounds like a polarized. I haven't seen it, but it sounds polarizing. Where people's reactions may be different. Oh yeah, well, and I, I'm, I'm the type of person that's laughing at different points sometimes during a movie. Of course, I'm, I'm there for the big laugh lines for, for things. But there's just little things that I get or just affect, and that happens throughout any sort of movie, really, where some people are, they're, they're being touched in a different way than, than you, yeah. uh, and, um. It's happened to me at Dipson, you know, before I'm, I'm, I'm not an annoying laugher, but like I have a distinctive laugh and sometimes I'm, it's like, what do they call that? When you're clapping or dancing on the fours and the twos or something like that, where you're, you're off rhythm. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. It's like a thing. I'm kind of that guy about. sometimes as a laugher, like, Oh you're God, I'm the, the only one. Yeah. I got, uh, I got, uh, I got shushed sort of by some like middle school girls at the, <laughs> not here at the theater, but like at Dipson, uh, cause I was. I was just laughing, enjoying myself, and, and, and at one point in in unison, after one of my laughs, I hear four voices from the back of the theater going, "That's not funny," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh," I was thinking, "Well, oh. it'll be funny to them when they're fifty, maybe." <laughs> but um, yeah, you can't. Yes, I, I I encourage folks to get in here. And, uh, yes, of course, it's good for my business and my livelihood. <laughs> You and can't. the rest of my career, if more people come to the theater, <laughs> but 
you don't have to travel too far unless you're hearing this from the Conowango Valley. We still want you. That's I know that's kind of like, it's not a long that's drive, Conowango. Come on, CV, get in here. I go out there um, for Amish baked goods all the time. Who doesn't? Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, you, there's something, definitely something you miss. And I'm not trying to shame you, and if you never come back again, that's... <laughs> That's okay. Uh, you know, I, I, the doors are always open. Uh, but, yeah. It, it's just that come live. It's, yeah. It's just being, like, live. I mean, I know I know. it's just it's somewhat different. But, like, you know, I, mean, I love going to concerts. Couldn't go for years. Now when I go to concerts, it feels special again because it's like sure you couldn't does. do it. So there's this – I think it's that thing when you can't go, like, you know, you can go to the movies all the time. You start to go, oh, whatever. But it's like when that's taken away for a while and then you can go back to it, it's like I think you may not realize it. But once you're there, you go, oh, wow, like the, you forget the things that made it special or just that experience as a whole. Also that, you couldn't get scolded by a bunch of teenage girls in the comfort of your own That's, home. Well, yeah, you know, unless you, you have could, daughters. You could, but, I mean, str- <laughs> just some strangers in the back, you know, theater. Right. I mean, it, more than likely that has to happen. By if they're scolding you in your own home, <laughs> that's very personal. So, <laughs> But, I mean, there, there's, there's really – I mean, same with that. You're not going to be doing improv with Colin Mockery in your living room. I don't. I don't think uh, he'll be coming over to you. No, more than likely not. <laughs> I mean, these are specific. Maybe, maybe, but probably not. I'd probably watch Hitprov if somebody did a recording and released <laughs> it as like a concert movie or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would, <laughs> only because I would, it's I would. it is a it's it's a very unique take on things where you put somebody under hypnosis who's very suggestible and. And they create comedy. Uh, you know, I did improv for a while by my, you know, on my, not my, on my own, but like with other people here in Jamestown. And yeah, just the thought of that. And it makes sense. Improv just in hip, in hypnosis. It, it makes sense. And it worked. <laughs> they, they call it down. That, that group of 20 gets, I think they cut it down to four people eventually. And it's amazing what, what comes out there with a little I- coaching too. I know, and I, one more like note on hip hop. I think me and you might have talked about, it, and I talked about it with Colin Assad when I interviewed them. But like the the area too is great because James sounds so so small. That I mean, even if the person's not like your dad or someone on stage, you pro- you probably do know those people, even if just vaguely. Like you know what I mean? Like the the size of of Jamestown works well for hip hop because you're gonna it does, know, yeah. you know those people on stage, and you know those type of people too. Yes. You know, you know, you like, oh, I know five or six people have that same personality. So you're kind of putting that memory of that person onto that. Yeah. I, I definitely knew all four people on the stage, even though I didn't know them. See, you know? <laughs> it's exclu- I think everybody, that's the funny thing, though, is everybody listening to this in the area, again, unless you're in the Conowango Valley, um, <laughs> you know, can probably relate to, they know exactly what you're saying. Yep. You know, if you're in Buffalo, maybe you can't relate, but if you're here, I think you know exactly what you're saying with that. Definitely. But moving on, I mean, a great a great uh, March at the Reg. April's going to be good. Hopefully it slows down a little bit. But let's talk about that. What do we got coming up at the Reg? What is, you know, we're talking about all the great stuff that just happened. We're enticing people to get here. Yeah. What do we have to come here for? What's going on? Yeah, we're start we're starting off with with movies and ending up with a couple of uh, big events that aren't produced by us, but presented with us. Uh, so we're starting off uh, this weekend with some movies. Uh, we're showing the animated film Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, twice. We're showing it Saturday, the April 1st at 2 p.m. And it's going to be a sensory-friendly version of it. And that's nice. something we uh, we haven't done as much as we did in prior years, but we're starting to do it more. And so in the sensory-friendly screening, um, we turn the lights up a little more in the house you know where people are seated and we bring the volume on the movie a little bit below where it normally would be in a typical 
uh, screening of it. And it's uh, mainly the same for folks who have sensitivity issues or are on the spectrum and can't handle a lot of the bombast that comes with, uh, you know, especially like a big budget movie or something like that. Uh, And those, those folks definitely come out with their families, but we also, we found that a lot of families with toddlers come to century friendly movies because it's a good first movie experience for them because another thing with the century friendly movement is you don't want any stigma uh, put upon anybody if they're singing along with a movie or if, if or maybe they're compelled to change seats 30 times during a film or something like that, or they're talking or whatever. That's all of, none of that's frowned upon. You're not going to be asked to leave or anything like that, you know? And so with kids, that's who, perfect. you probably, yeah. And kids two and under in particular, I think it, it's just, a, it's just a, a good way to ease kids into that uh, audience experience. So, Picked a good time too. I mean, Saturday matinee. That's that's nice. Yeah, we're doing that, and we're doing uh, something we, we we do. We've done this every year except for like twenty twenty, where uh, at least once a year we're doing a midweek matinee during a school holiday uh, week. So we're doing that's spring. A good idea. Yeah, so we're repeating Puss in Boots, not as century friendly, but uh, at two p.m. on April fifth, which is a Wednesday, is a spring break matinee for the folks oh, nice. for the folks who aren't going away. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're doing a staycation, perhaps. Um, and then two consecutive Saturdays on the eighth and the fifteenth, we have uh, one movie on the eighth is the champ. It's called Champions with Woody Harrelson. Uh, it's a comedy by one of the Farrelly brothers who did oh, nice. There's Something About Mary. Uh, it's about a, a, a former like NBA coach who uh, kind of gets disgraced and uh, pulls himself up by his his sneaker straps, I guess. <laughs> and he ends up coaching uh, a group of adults with developmental disabilities. Um, and then the the following Saturday, the 15th, um, we have Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin in a kind of a dark movie called, uh, dark comedy called Moving On. Uh, and we just we just had the, the two of them in a movie called 80 for Brady last month, uh, this past month as a comedy. Uh, so those are Saturday 8 p.m. Uh, showings. And then uh, this month, and for the rest of the year, every month we're doing a, a Palace 100 anniversary classic movie screening. Nice. Uh, and, and April's is going to be uh, Mamma Mia uh, from 2008. So it'll be a, uh, the 15th anniversary of that movie. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's going to be coming up on uh, first eight, uh, I think the 15th. Is that right? No, wait, wait. I'm getting my dates all <laughs> I'll tell you right You got now. that calendar right there. We have a calendar, all folks. 15th? What's the the Wednesday coming up? Uh, well, the, fifth? No, the 19th. 19th. The 19th. Mamma Mia, with an exclamation point at the <laughs> end of it. From 2008, we're showing that on Wednesday, April 19th uh, at 7 p.m. Um, and then we get to the... the it, we're going to have more movies for sure throughout the month of April, but uh, two consecutive weekends, we have two very large events by... Uh, some community partners of ours Yeah, starting off with Banff. Uh, yeah. The Banff mountain film festival is coming back. Uh, in years past, it's been on a, like a weeknight. Uh, I, I want to say like a Tuesday night or something. I think so. We're doing weekends this time and they're doing it for two nights, yes. uh, April 21st and April 22nd. Uh, these are uh, film short films uh, that have been curated into one, uh, an evening's experience. And a lot of them have to do with, outdoor sports and uh, snow sports and things like that and this year 
two consecutive nights, two different nights of programming too. Like nice. e- each night, is, if you go on Friday the 21st or Saturday the 22nd, you're going to see two groups of, of short films uh, strung together. Okay, they're completely – and you could buy – you could do one night or the other. You could do uh, – package them. Um, and I think all emissions include uh, some RCPI, some special right? – Yeah, Roger Tory Peterson Institute produces this show, uh, this event, and uh, it's very popular every year. And uh, it's the first time they've done two nights of programming with it. So it's that's really exciting. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun. I got to I got to go to Banff last year and see – and I think actually I drove by the building – where I don't know, maybe they screen the film festival every year. Yeah, I mean it's, it's all the whole area. Oh yeah, it's a whole Absolutely. complex, right? Yeah. yeah, it's gorgeous. That whole in a little town. It's, it almost kind of remind me of Ellicottville in that way, where it's just a little, you know, kind of small, like night, very nice town. Yes. Yeah, just kind of small, like area. You know, outside, and then you got the mountains and everything around. Right. Here. That's going to be a very good time. Very good. And if you haven't been to Banff, you know, there's there's no real way to prepare for it because it's not like we have synopses of all the short films in it. You have to you have to trust the programmer on it. Do you like yeah. beautiful <laughs> views of like just natural wonders of the world? Basically, like do you yeah. love and good music, beauty, nature, good music, like and some human stories in there too. They're yeah, not, it's not all stories. like. National Geographic, like no, not slow mo skiers and stuff. Like, <laughs> there's some legitimate human interest stories that get interspersed with these programs. Uh, just go, just give yourself over to it, and, it and let yourself go. It is is an amazing experience. Uh, there's a lot of community partners and businesses involved with this. Sponsors, I won't get into that. I'll let the folks from RTPI. I'm sure they'll be on the air oh, at we'll some point talk soon. About this soon. Uh, but yeah, it's it's an amazing thing. We're so honored to to have that uh to be a partner with that it's it's just tremendous no that's a that's a very good time we have another one too didn't you say we have another big event oh yeah the very the last saturday (laughs) in april on april 29th i want to have to look this one up at 7 p.m ace freely is going to be performing a concert uh you know ace he's original lead guitar player for kiss uh one of the founding members of it uh, the spaceman yeah. uh and he's he's coming with his band uh and as a bonus local band hot at bats is going to be opening for ace and that's that's, that's really cool because cool. for for like national touring acts like We've asked a couple of times, we're like, could we please have a local band in support or opening? And, you know, sometimes they'll consider and say, no, whatever. And and this time, Doug Sittler uh, of Sittler HQ, who's producing, this is, again, this is not one of our productions. It's not a reg. Yeah, it's not a but, like, it's a community partnership. Um, Doug asked for a local support, and Ace granted nice. it. Doug asketh, Ace giveth. Ace giveth. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, a night of, of rock and roll, man. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. This thing is uh, selling incredibly well. There's probably a quarter of the tickets left. So if you're, you know, if you want to get seats, I would get them in the next week or so because this thing. I mean, there's a month away. That probably means it will sell. There's a good chance that's going to sell. I out think so. I don't want to do like a fall sellout like scare, but like you, sh- yes, please, don't okay wait. Scare them. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll announce it as you know if it sells out, we'll announce it as close to the sellout as we can. But like, yeah, you should get your tickets now because it's it's buzzing. And this one's probably going to bring a lot of people into the theater that are maybe kind of casual theater goers here and stuff, and they're coming from 
all over the region. Oh yeah, I was gonna just say that. I forget. I forget what I was interviewing someone with an event recently, and I, I we were kind of talking about this where. I think in the area, people do tend to like, they'll go like, oh, I'll just get tickets at the door. I'll just wait like right. day of. Don't do, there's certain things you shouldn't do that with. You're going to be very mad when you show up that day dressed up like a, you show up with the makeup, with right. everything. I'm going to buy my tickets at the door. Buddy, you're not going to buy your tickets at no. the door. No, you probably won't. So <laughs> grab that now. If you are planning now. on coming in full makeup. <laughs> you're going to look like a fool. Then it's going to start yes. raining. It's going to start raining. It's probably sorry, start no raining and maybe snow at that time of the year. <laughs> We'll try to get you in, I mean, but there's no guarantees. No guarantees. Uh, but we love you still. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh I mean, what else do we have? That that's April. I don't I don't want to get, you know, we don't have to we don't have to like get them too ahead, but anything else like in the uh distant future or I mean, clo- I shouldn't say distant future, close future that we should tell them about. Anything coming up? You know, a couple things soon? and I won't get too deep in this cuz this is a WRFA program thing that I'm about to bring up, but uh, Arts on Fire uh, live is about to get I've more heard of that. Yeah. It's about to come be more alive and then you'll, you'll cover this, but Derek Davis, uh, is going to be yeah. performing and starting this month in April, the arts and fire live is going to have a live audience again. It's been a while since we've had it and these, it's a ticketed event. So if you want to, you know, of course, if, if you have to stay at home, you could listen to it from there. We'll stream it and get it online. Uh, but that's going to be up in our media arts studio and I'll, I'll let you do the dates and all that. Cause you'll oh, yeah. get more in depth on that later, but we're Thursday, really excited. April 20, Thursday, April 20th, the day after mama Mia. Go that's, see mama right. Mia. that's right. That's right. Come see Derek Davis Thursday, April 20th at 7 PM. And look at the calendar because those we yeah, have all tickets are on sale. For yeah, all of them. Arts on Fire Live every month through December. Uh, December. December's is the only one we December? don't have. Yet. We yeah through November right now, yes. but December's on on the, the dock. And it really, really incredible mix. It is. It's, it's a grab bag, man. There's so many different genres of music being played during Arts on Fire Live. And again, I won't get too deep into that, but we do sell tickets for that, and it's part of our organization. So I do have to plug that. We appreciate um, it. And then uh, I'll only get into May is far enough to say on May 6th, that's our next Ridge Presents show, our next live uh, presentation from us. And it's uh, a national tour of a one-woman play about Ruth Bader Ginsburg called All Things Equal, The Life and Trials of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. This is a collaboration uh, bringing this production in with um, Robert H. Jackson Center, uh, May 6th at 7.30 p.m., uh, live show, and... uh, the Jackson Center earlier in that day, uh, May 6th, at 2.30 p.m. They're having a free event. It's a panel discussion with Iron Carmen, who is the author of the book Notorious RBG, and uh, John Q. Barrett, who is a, a Jackson scholar. And they're going to have a, a discussion uh, oh, nice. about uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg and another gentleman who kind of connects RBG and RHA, if you will, Robert H. Jackson. Uh, so tickets are on sale right now for that. That is really cool because we don't get uh, a lot of live national touring, like just straight theater. Sometimes we'll get musicals, but not like, you know, a drama. Like yeah. And it, yeah, it's going to be a very cool show. I would get on it now. Uh, again, those are, you know, reserve seats. So, you know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this is going to sell out or not, but like it's it's going to be a very good show. Um, uh, it was written by uh, Rupert Holmes. Uh, oh, the, nice. Of, of, I know Pina Colada song and other song, but he he was also a playwright and wrote some musicals, um, and has done some written some one person shows based on uh, you know real people. I think he did uh, uh, one about George uh, 
George Burns called uh, Say Goodnight, Gracie, uh, which was, I, I actually saw that production down in Florida several years ago. Um, and he, he's a he's a good h- historical playwright, I would say, with, you know, real people, you know, and kind of wondering what they might have said if they had an audience of <laughs> 500 people, 700 people with one single famous person. So that's going to be really cool. And then by the next time we talk, we will probably have announced a good chunk of the rest of this year of our live events. We have some concerts that we're going to be bringing in this summer as part of a series. And then uh, in the fall, we'll start up with some live events that uh, aren't necessarily concerts, but different, uh, you know, different kinds of, uh, of entertainment and arts to, to our stage. We're just kind of finalizing contracts right now. Uh, and we have things booked like from June through January right now. Uh, nice. yeah, we just, we were just kind of gathering everything up and we'll make some announcements soon on that. And, uh, we'll continue to celebrate the hundredth uh, anniversary of the theater, the palace. Beautiful. Beautiful. I mean, again, we're a couple or a couple months into the year. I mean, does anything, does anything stand out to you specifically so far this year? Any events, movies, or anything that like is personal favorites? You know, I guess I guess as we're kind of closing out March, going into April, anything uh, which and maybe it doesn't, but does anything kind of jump in your head as like personal favorites so far this year? Things we've had at the Reg. I'd say Hiprov for sure, since it was makes sense. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, especially since it was. A mashup of two things. I don't think anyone else is doing that. <laughs> no, so, no, not at all. Yeah, uh, yeah. We we they really yeah, cornered the market they, on they, that they one. They sure did, and it worked. Uh, it was a very special show. I and very well attended, but also like, yeah. If you went there, you're part of something very unique. Um, and uh, and just having Colin Mockery kind of leading the way legend. on that is yeah, comedy legend uh, w- w- was tremendous. So, yeah, I would say that one stands out. Um, and, you know, we've had a you know a couple of the movies I think were were really big audience favorites. I'm always proud that we run most of the best picture nominees. Um, so we, we a couple of those we did last year, and some of them we ended up showing you know this this winter. So, um, yeah, I'm just, you know, we're just happy to see audiences coming back, you know, slowly, but surely for live events, it's, it's still trending up, which is good. Nice movies. The attendance is a little bit lower, uh, than it has been in years past, but yeah, it, you know, again, the industry's changed and yeah. I think the, the demographics of, of our audience is changing ever so slightly. So, uh, you know, we're trying to test the waters on, on what, people are responding to and what they want what they need what, what they, they desire need. uh and what they suggest too we still do get audience suggestions so you know we're, we're amping up for the rest of the movie year you know i've kind of got to, you know look ahead a couple months to see what's on the release schedule and kind of cherry pick a few movies that we think would play uh and you know just see when they get released to look at the sundance festival and south by southwest and kind of pick some of those and say okay when these get released let's look at them again you know, I think, you know, even though we don't have dates yet, I'm, I, we're, we'll surely play the sequel to the movie Book Club from a couple of years ago. That was an audience favorite, and they, they got a new one where the the women from the movie Book Club go to uh, Italy, I think, for a romantic comedy. Uh, and I, I almost surely we will be showing Wes Anderson's Asteroid City. Oh, the yeah. trailer for that just got. <laughs> 
released yesterday. I see people talking about it. I haven't seen it, but a lot of people talking Listen, about it. Listen, it's kind of a joke, but it's like I looked at that trailer and I was like, they should just call this Wes Anderson movie number nine or whatever it is. Because I, I, when, when, when he released, um, I think it was in 2022, maybe it was in 2021 when he did uh, um, the, uh, what was it? The uh, French Dispatch, which is a okay. big ensemble comedy, but it wasn't a straight plot line. It was it was kind of a anthology movie where it told four or five distinct stories in different time periods of different characters and stuff. And when that trailer came out, I was like, this is the, you know, it's like, oh, this is a Wes Anderson. It looks like he's trying to outdo himself. Like if Wes Anderson was a different person, what would I do if I wasn't Wes Anderson? I want to make a Wes Anderson movie. That's what French dispatch looked like. And now asteroid city definitely looks like, Oh, we're going to amp that up even more. So it's like Wes Anderson doing Wes Anderson is Wes Anderson. <laughs> Although I would say Asteroid City probably looks feels a little more like Moonrise Kingdom in its tone. Uh, and I think there's, at this point, like you're looking at a movie like this and going, hey, Tom Hanks in this movie, but I think he's playing the part Bill Murray was supposed to play. <laughs> Just because, cause just because the way it's written and performed, and the, you know, it's like I think he filled in for him because I think Bill Murray ran a little on set troubles about behavior and stuff like that. And that that, that might have been one of the movies he was intended to be. And in. I was like, that's that's the Bill Murray character. This coming year, there's going to be like three or four movies that come out where like you'd be like, I know he's not in the movie, but for some reason, I get this feeling that part was written for Bill Murray. Yes, yeah, for sure. That'll be one you get. You'll probably see that the Reg. Once I mean, I've oh yeah, not out yet, but. Yeah, we usually so yes. There's some filmmakers that we and and some franchises that we tend to show most of the films in. It's a given. It will probably yeah. like we don't show like all the uh, like all the the Marvel movies necessarily. We kind of pick those, but like I think we've shown or will have shown like Wes Anderson. We show most of his movies. Uh, we show uh, we haven't. Show, I think most of the movies made by the the documentarians that did. Um, RBG, the the film yeah, documentary, yeah, yeah. and we showed one of their films last year as well. Um, when Richard Linklater puts out a film, we, we're usually showing it. And now, now we're kind of in this weird thing. And it, I don't know if it started with Book Club, but I think it was pretty close to then. These late period, starting in the mid aughts here, uh, these romantic comedies made for and by baby boomers and octogenarians, <laughs> and they're just. They're larks, but it's they're so fun, and the audiences respond. And most of our most of our movie audiences, baby boomers and and older, um, so we roll with that on there. So uh, there there was a time where it's like anything four women in uh, actresses in their seventies or and older, if they're in a romantic comedy together, we're showing it. And and if Diane Keaton's in it, awesome. Be- even better. And we've shown we've a couple of those with her. It seems it's like Diane Keaton now and now Lily Tomlin, and Jane Fonda seem to be like they're they're just kinda like trading spots in these movies. <laughs> Don't care. Uh, we're just gonna put that out there and, and people people respond to them. So that's awesome. Yeah. I know that I mean we we've had a lot. We have a lot coming up here at the Red 
Where do we send people? Where do we get more info? Where do we get tickets? All that all that good stuff. Where do we direct people now? Yeah, reglene.com. That's R-E-G-L-E-N-N-A.com. You could call uh, 716-484-7070 for tickets. Our box office hours are uh, Mondays and Fridays from 12 to 5 p.m. and Wednesdays from 12 to 8 p.m. But if you call, leave a message. If you absolutely need to talk to someone or see someone in person, buy a ticket, we'll figure it out. Because we still have, you know, it's not fully automated. Uh, those who are comfortable buying tickets online do it that way and uh, if, if you do happen to I'll, I'll put this out there if you do happen to run into trouble with your tickets because we get this frequently with people who you know I, they can't print their tickets or can't get the code to scan and when they buy something online just just email our info at originally.com address or call our buy we, we can fix everything promise you so no worries you won't get ripped off no. <laughs> i promise you the reg will not rip we you will off. not rip you off of all the places to rip you off the reg is not that's right i won't name <laughs> names <laughs> well all right i mean len always fun having you in i'm gonna it's gonna be just like that you'll be in here to talk summer events I'm sure. sure it'll be very very soon but i am anthony merchant we'll be right back with more for you in just a second you're tuned to arts on fire right here on 107.9 wrfa <laughs>